my friend from I knew since first grade, and we used to do a lot of stuff together. He comes back to town to Rockwell Center in this town, Long Island, tells me uh, he got initiated into this meditation thing called knowledge, and got, was really gung ho on it. So I went and went to the New York City the next day and got initiated that weekend. So never met any spiritual group at all. Suddenly, I have thousands of ideas of spirituality. I mean thousands of shit coming through my head. How I should be, how they should be, how the guru should be. Now, where did I acquire those ideas? Not from experience, not from here, this life, but as soon as I met a certain topic, a lot of downloads occurred. A lot of old ideas, an incredible amount of old ideas. And those old ideas basically suffocated whatever new idea was being I was being introduced to. The old ideas about spiritual spirituality like nuded whatever message could have been given to me about spirituality. And so instead of being really a way to be at, to arrive at being at ease and comfortable in a stabilized manner, it could do so much more anxiety. Because I got to a certain point in this dynamic I was introduced to, the guru came later. It was like a franchise, you know, his father had it, he had passed away, and he gave it to the youngest kid, who was 11 years old. And he had no interest in the fucking thing, whatever. So all the old, old the father's teachers would came first and introduce us to this knowledge, called knowledge meditation techniques, like Kriyas, which were really good. So a lot of us got into it. Then the guru came, and the guru was presented as the Lord of the Universe. Now, I didn't like the Lord of the Universe, which made me a lot of shit. Yeah. My head had this huge conflict because I felt like I wanted to leave, but who leaves the Lord of the Universe? There's going to be a fucking payback if I blow it and leave the Lord. I'm going to be cursed for fucking ever. You know? I mean, so I couldn't take get off the pot or take a shit, really. And it was like, it just drove me crazy. So this whole idea was meant to sort of bring about whatever, and an ease and comfort did the exact opposite. It really did. I was so freaking uh, just obsessed with self completely about these ideas. And the only way I could really break free was to get loaded again, go back to using. I had to be bad to give myself permission to leave the room. So I fucking acted out. And then three weeks after I basically left, I got run over by a car twice in the same night. So it, it was sort of, it, yeah, I left the Lord Universe and I get run over by a car twice in one day. I was like, hey, you see? It's true, there's karmic punishment or whatever. My mind had a field day. So this idea, you know, you're just a, a pregnant possibility, yeah? When you bring yourself to a topic, that topic, if it has some importance in your little predilections, is just a fertile field of downloads of old fucking ideas. So once the, the, the key is hit, Paul meets spirituality, bing, tons of freaking ideas, that avalanche on Paul, feelings, tons of stuff. So. <laughs> so 
You see it now in talks nowadays. People have a big thing about awakening now. Yeah, a lot of processes are about of producing an awakening or integrating awakening with regular day life or some other thing. And I tell you, most people would have been better off never hearing the word awakening because now they have another thing to compare themselves with and with others, yeah? And find oneself lacking. And then enlightenment, which one of the definitions of the word enlightenment is cessation of all suffering. Like, <laughs> is causing suffering in spiritual seekers. Constantly. I mean, why do you, what more do you need? Yeah, you see that basically, with you involved in the topic, you produce the exact opposite results you were hoping the topic would help you produce. Yeah? So, the seeking is always driven by the seeker is not actually the thought. So the seeker, taken as Paul, is definitely not where Paul wants to end up. Paul wants to get out of Paul, basically. Yeah? And so it maybe it does it through reading it when they're young and then it goes, you know, fucking doing extreme shit, then drugs, and then you go back to you go to spirituality, that fails, you go back to drugs, yes? But basically you're trying to get out of you as you. That's the fundamental flaw, F-L-A-W, not F-L-O-O-R. Flaw is that we're not realizing that there's an act of being identified right now as what you're not that has implied it's the established reference point. So you're believing you're starting here where the body is or where the head is, and this here isn't here at all. It's a compilation of there and then, yeah. In other words, the I am we arrive at in the mental uh, vehicle is I was, I was Paul. I have tons of memories of being Paul. I'm always pictured as a body when I was getting incarcerated, just like that. I will be Paul, or who the fuck would be worrying about an imaginary person? So of course there's a lot of uh, investment in I'm going to be Paul, or my whole daily activity is made to, has no fucking point, really, yeah? So I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. Yeah. So that's the unspoken, unknown reference point for most of us. And even so, every day we're, we're launching from there, and even on the spiritual journey we're launching from there. So we're launching to arrive at where we already are. Because we can't see that we're there because there's a mental there that's taking its place. Yes? So there's no, we have lazily just, we believe it. It's assumed constantly. It's implied constantly by the narrative, the voice narrative in one's head. It's everyone else seems to be assuming it and taking it to be the way it is. Yes? And so basically we start here and the starting here believes what's really here is a there. That I'm going to either have to really purify this here to get to that mythical here, which is there, yeah? So therefore, what's the vehicle? A spiritual path. What takes a path? A body, yeah? 
So it would be all fine and well if that was true. If the assumption of where you were starting from was true, it would make sense to acquire techniques and skillful means and enter a path to arrive as what you are to an improved version of what you are, or what you are in heaven instead of what you are in hell. Yeah. But you don't realize what you are will make heaven help yeah, if it's what you're not. When you arrive at the mythical there, it will be one of the years you've been wanting to escape from. It's just going to turn into the same old, same old. Not because it sucks, it's your role. You're the obscuring agent. Yeah. So the seeker is the sort, is just an invitation. Maybe because if you are that which is being sought, it should call off the fucking searches, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, my kid was found. Call off the dogs. They're out there every weekend. <laughs> the kid's been found. You know, cut off. Go back to your homes. Yes. <laughs> they don't believe you. I don't believe you found it. I don't believe. You have to do something to be that. No. <laughs> You want to hunt for the fucking great, <laughs> but I've given up looking for what can't be found. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I mean, the greatest awakening is a rude awakening. All the other awakenings just fucking feed the idea of a seeking. Oh, I'm going to start at the kindergarten and then there'll be elevated awakenings and then there'll be a critical mass. I'll have so many awakenings, it's going to produce something. You know? The rude awakening is, you're never going to get it. To this, it's crushing. To what you are, it's fucking fantastic. Really. It is. It's crushing to this that it's not going to get it. Yeah? It believes... If it only did more, it would have get it. If it would have stayed longer with the guru, it would have gotten it. If it would have kissed that foot a little longer, if it would have more devoted, somehow it was on it. Yeah? And it was only because I failed that my plan failed. No, it's not true. Yeah? You are what you're looking for exactly right now. Yeah? And what is that you're looking for? What's looking? Not who's looking, yeah? That's the name of all the looking is the who. What's looking, yeah? So what's looking is what you are looking for. It's a very nice little invitation from St. Francis. What's looking, uh, when, not, uh, after you've gone to 20 retreats, no. There's no requirement to be what's looking. It's just your innate nature of awareness, yeah? What's looking is what you, as Paul, are looking for. Yeah, all right, so let's say Paul hears the message, it fucks it up. But if what's looking hears the message, it's fucking relief. Yeah? So what, what's looking hears the message, it's what it's been looking for, that Paul, yeah, this, this aberration, it's not, it's just an appearance of what's looking, yeah? has been looking for what it is. And, you know, you hope that if you can tell the, 
share that message, not to what you're not, because it doesn't go anywhere. If I keep talking to you about Buddha, it goes nowhere, really. It may go somewhere in your little world, but it goes nowhere. But if I talk to Buddha about you, that goes somewhere. Yeah? Because the Buddha that we are will go, wait a minute, suddenly there'll be an emphasis on seeing what you're not instead of looking everywhere from what you're not, you'll see it from what you are. Yeah? And then all this information that you heard and was sort of interesting and curious and novel will actually expand. Not as the message, but as a sense, a tactile feeling of relief, because you'll give it up finally. You really will. You'll see it's useless to try, try to get out of me as me. It's impossible. I've done it with other vehicles. Spirituality is just another vehicle. They're going to fail you, and in a way, that's how they're successful. So you finally realize you're left with your own devices and you see they're not your devices. Yeah? You're not of this body. Yeah? But you can't keep talking to the body telling it it's not a body. You've got to talk to that which is not a body about the body. You can't keep talking to the body. There is no body. What? Give me a break. The body will, oh yeah, there is no body. And what hurt it was the body. It doesn't go anywhere. I've seen it. I've seen thousands of these talks. Thousands of them. I've been in a lot of different groups, you know, speaking or just observing whatever. And there's a stubborn failedness to what's going on. Yeah? We're looking for what we are from what we're not instead of looking at what we're not from what we are. Happens. It ha it's happening at the exact same time. One is a timeless event, and the other is a, an event in time. The event in time is we're looking for what we are from what we're not. Yeah? The, the timelessness, meaning it's always available at all times, is you're what's looking and you're seeing what you're not. Instead of trying to see what you're not from what you are, from what you see what you are from what you're not, you see what you're not from what you are. You see it? A little switcheroo. But it changes everything. It's that simple. Very simple. This disposition gives a whole lot of meaning to a lot of things. Disposition sort of dismisses a lot of the meanings given to a lot of things. It just does. It's just like that. There's no big, it doesn't, there's not a debate or, you know, there's a big fucking nihilistic struggle. No you see exactly what non-duality in my feeling implies, not to. You see there is no subject-object, there is no noun and verb, there is no doer and doing, yeah, there's doing, there's verbing, there's seemingly subjectivity, but there is no noun and verb. And that's the whole basis of the narrative most of us are listening to, yeah. There's no subject-object. The object isn't conscious. Consciousness is moving through the object. The object isn't producing consciousness. That would be the object would be the cause of the subject. It's not that way. Yeah. What non-duality is saying is not two. That's all it's doing. Advaita is a different story because that's more of a formal way in a certain certain spiritual terms, like in Hinduism and shit. I'm talking about the definition of non-duality is not two. 
That's all it is. It is not an affirmation. It's not really a pointing at something that's real. It's pointing out at, about something that's taken to be real, and it's saying it's not. Yeah. It's pointing out the reality we experience all day, the semen reality, being separate, this and that, being the thinker of thoughts, the doer of actions, and all this. It's negating that. It's just saying that's not so. It's not true. Yeah? There's no thinker and thought. There's no doing and doer. There's no seeing. There's no seeing and seer. It's just that's not happening. It's an interpretation that's being offered. It wasn't being offered when you were a baby. It got started to get offered when the brain developed to a certain point. Then it started to assume a lot of shit. Those assumptions weren't questioned, got in place, have a huge fucking propaganda tool, the language going on all day, 24-7, assuming you have a lot to do with shit you have nothing to do with. And therefore, it's easy to live as if that's so. But does it, living as if it's so, make it so? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And the, and the funny thing is, if you really look at it in time, it can only appear to be so for maybe 100 years at most in a human form. Yeah, that's nothing. You know, it's like something, hold it, breath. I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. <laughs> How real could it be? Do you feel like last Monday was real? I mean, it's fucking gone, isn't it? <laughs> Completely. Yes, it's like, whew, there's nothing there. Yeah. All there is is us seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? And then observing ruminations about what was seen, heard, faced, tasted, touched, and smelled, you know? And they're all regurgitating old fucking ideas, yeah? So we're re-feeling all day, we're re-seeing, we're re-looking all day, we're always seeing beautifully clearly but we're re-looking yeah i look at one set sunset it just gets squashed by all the other sunsets i've seen yeah i dive in underneath one wave i've done dived under thousands of waves yes i caught a great wave but i caught tons of great waves i didn't get enough great waves today whatever yes so we live an interpretation and it takes the place of the sense of being you know, on the pulse of what's happening here, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, verbing, you know, completely verbing with no noun to be found. Yeah, that's the sense. And if you get a description of what you are as a verb, it's much more intimate than a historical description of how Paul was born here, he got arrested, he got run over. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking tinny. But when they describe that, you're giving everything all the meaning it has every day. Hey, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Does Paul come before the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching? It doesn't seem to. Yeah? It seems like the seeing is before Paul. Yeah? So how did... Wait a minute. So if Paul, the assumption of being me and you being you is based on the presumption we're the first thing, yeah? and then everything issues from there, you've just looked at the first block, it's off. Yeah? So obviously consciousness or onness is here. It's the basis of all our little separate lives. We have the same basis, all of us. Yeah? 
And it's not, it's not, we're not the same fucking person, but we're the verbal, we're seen. Yeah, we're that which is seen. We're that which is hearing. We're that which is feeling. We're that which is tasting. We're that which is touching. But you can't feel that. You can't feel what's feeling. You'd have to be something other than it to feel it. Yeah. You can't see what's seeing. You'd have to be something other than it to see it. It would have to be an object to you. And that's not true. So the only possibility we have concerning what we are is being it. That's it. It's not, I was it and I will be it. No, being a verb of it. Yeah? We are of verbing. We are of living. Yeah? We are of cognizing. We are of all this. Yeah? The interpretation of that happens after it. Yet, when the interpretation happen, happens, it implies a story of being before it all. So now, all the seeing is a, of a day is attributed to one seer. That's a freaking story, don't you see? We're saddled with it. Yeah, but are we? If you see it, you, you won't be as saddled as you were before. Yeah. It will continue on like a mechanism, but the ghost of that machine will be free. Yeah. So it's, I don't see really any value into, into talking to us about what we are, because we are that. Yeah, I can talk to you about, you know, uh, koala bears because you're not a koala bear. Yeah, I would not sit with a koala bear trying to tell the <laughs> koala bear it's a koala bear. It's koala bearing quite well. Yeah, I would talk to Amelia about a koala bear. Like they sleep twenty hours a day, and so Amelia learns about a koala bear. Yeah, Amelia, being separate from the koala, can learn about it can experience a koala bear, can understand maybe a koala bear. Yeah, but it can't be applied, Amelia can't apply that to what Amelia is. Yeah, it can't because it is Amelia. So that which is being, yeah, cannot know itself, cannot experience itself, cannot understand itself. It's just being itself. Yeah, all those things are, are are weak substitutes. Yeah, for when the being seems to forget what it is, and now takes it to be something else. Maybe you've got to first learn, teach. For maybe the first thing you've got to do is give the lion an understanding. Yeah, not to replace the lionness, but to have it get an understanding that it's not a sheep. You know what I mean? So you're talking to the lion, and let me describe what you're not, because you know the lion has been taking itself to be that. So you know the lion's going to go, wow, that sounds quite familiar. And then you give the punchline, and you're not that. <laughs> so now the lion has had a, a, like a, a, like a bumper shot in pool. Yeah, can't hit the eight ball, it's behind something, but so you hit that, and then you hit it, yeah? 
you do a little shot and now the lion gets to sense that it's a lion by realizing it's not a sheep. And then when it gets a sense that it's not a sheep, it sees all the sheeping that's been going on. <laughs> and then a lot of shit makes sense, like very quickly, because this is what happened with me. <laughs> one, one day I was looking at this book called In Recovery, because I was leading a workshop and, uh, and the chapter is how it works. And it was, to me, it's a famous line because it, it was a demarcation here for the action figure to lose us, uh, for a lot of uh, interest to be lost in the action figure all at once. All right, and it says being convinced, which is a very cool state, yeah, being convinced. Of what? That self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. All right, so wait a minute. So if it, was, if it was us that defeated us, it would have said being convinced that us has defeated us, manifesting in lots of ways as Z, as, and sometimes us as Sharon defeated me as Paul, motherfucker. I have a lot of resentments towards that. Yeah, so, yeah, but it doesn't say that. It doesn't say us defeated us. It says self defeated us. Very clearly, self is like a foreign something, and then there's all of us, and we all get defeated by it, not by it, but by its manifestations, because really it's us that are defeating us. Yeah. Like if you, if you want, you know, here you get the short, you get a short, like, very small aperture of you getting punched. Ah, yeah, yeah. You sent the motherfucker. But if you get a larger picture, you see it's your arm. <laughs> this little shot is just, oh, who's that fucking, what's, whose hand's hitting me? And then you, oh. <laughs> That's what's usually the reaction. You start laughing because it's hilarious. It is. It's hilarious. Uh, how out to lunch we can seem to be <laughs> about very simple, obvious ideas. We want to know all these fucking arcane, exotic, extreme ideas, you know, like 12 dimensional, whatever, interspatial intersections of light conversion. But really, you're taking yourself to be something that you're not. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. Yeah. So you think this is the starting point, and it isn't. So you look at you look at all the other squares from here. You've recognized the game board, but here is off. So if you're not here, and you realize you're here, the game looks totally different. Now this can't get here. That would be more of this, yeah. This square, I'm the square, I'm going to try to leave this square and arrive at the all-encompassing empty zero square would be this square. <laughs> so you can't arrive at where you already are. Yeah? So it's more of a negating the assumptions surrounding this as a solid, substantial starting point and then you realize, not that, oh, you finally escaped there to this, that you never left this square. <laughs> There's never been 
another square. All of the squares are appearing in the same freaking square. In other words, I don't need to get into the moment. I've never been out of the moment. I don't need to spend any time looking for myself. That's the blindness to myself. These things start becoming very obvious to you. Not on this square, but here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying you've never not been here. There can be 800 zillion squares appearing here. Yeah? But without here, they wouldn't be appearing at all. Yeah? This is it. Oh, yeah. It's not even this is it. It's this is it. It's more verbing. It's not this is it. It's more this is it. Yeah. 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 So you don't try to get out of a noun yeah, by doing and all this, which would be like a great Zen statement is you can't use activity to produce stillness. Why? Because that would be activity. Yeah, you see? You can't get out of it. If, it's, if the getting out of it is presupposing the in of it, you can't get out of it. You have to see you're not in it. It's before. Yeah? If, you, if you're assuming it's true you're in, there's a drive to get out, which is a bigger in. Yeah? In out is duality. So the in will have an out, the out will have an in. Yes? It just goes on. And the funny thing is the in will probably last a lot longer in time than the outs. Mm -hmm. So you'll have, you'll have a moments of escape, but they'll be few and far between and very short compared to the monotony of being Fox, so to speak. Yeah? So you realize it's not how, it's not like you escape, you realize it's an imaginary place. Yes, so there's no need to es and escape an imaginary place. And basically, like, in no time, you realize you're at the destination <laughs> because there was no mileage needed. <laughs> and then hopefully, it starts dawning on you. It's always been available at all times, right where I am, no re with no requirement necessary to meet it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just available because that's its nature. If something is ever present, yeah, at all times, it's a fucking available. That's why they call it the gateless gate. There's no toll, it doesn't shut down for repairs, you know, there's no point of entry because you are that, yeah? But you can't arrive there by hearing you are that because you're gonna be hearing it as what you're not. The what you're not is gonna neuter the message about what you are. If the what you're not is what's claiming, you know, signing for the delivery, it's gonna neuter the package you've been looking for. It is, yeah? And it doesn't have like a return thing like Amazon. <laughs> You're gonna be stuck with all these fucking concepts about what you are held as what you're not and it's gonna drive what you're not freaking crazy. It is. They're gonna become very angry spiritual seekers but they're also socialized, so they won't fucking act out. So just sit here, the 800 meeting. <laughs> they're ready to fucking blow, and there's no committee that's going to intervene. They'll go to 40, you know, it goes to absurd lengths. I had people used to call me 
That lady spent over about a million dollars on all this stuff. She wouldn't go to sleep. She'd watch videos like 13 hours. And so she had been listening, to, you know, connect, contacting people on the internet. And I heard her the first day. I said, "You'll only have two meetings with me. <laughs> You're a golden cow, but I don't want to milk you. You know what I mean? You're fucked." <laughs> Basically, and I never heard from her again. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, it helped. Me. Really, I imagine I could, you know, I could see the dollar signs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This could be a, this could be a sixteen-week uh, fucking thing, you know. <laughs> but I told her, listen, you're your own worst enemy. Stop fucking looking at these videos, mine included. It's not helping you. <laughs> Get a good night's sleep. Maybe say hello to your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Something to something. And then the screen went blank. I never saw it. <laughs> so hopefully they saved the money at least. <laughs> I mean, this is what happens. What you're not can go to extreme lengths to be what it's not, yeah? When it's confronted with the idea of what it is, it will go to extreme lengths not to be that. It will mimic what it would look like if it was that, it will join groups to be sort of getting close to that, but that which, that, it will sign up to become what it is, it will never sign up to be what it is. Yeah, because there's not enough surface reflection. It doesn't see itself in the it, without. If it's not about it, see, like to be a knower of God, the emphasis is mostly on the knower of God. Yes, the knower of God gets all the spotlight. Yes, this this is not anything to do with that. Yeah, you're going to get absolutely nothing. It's just a fact that's been unnoticed, or actually, I believe, actively denied <coughs> by our obsession with what we're not. So, if you're just constantly at the effect of this listening to itself, the Course in Miracles says it beautifully. You're, you're in having firm faith, being firm in faith in what you're not, you'll be actively denying what you are. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah? In this little dreaming, we're in, where there's a huge force of faith, and faith to me is a power, a mind power, and faith will manifest by the vehicles put in. So many people have a lot of faith in the thought system, and it's producing tons of anxiety out of fields that aren't even happening now, out of fields of yesterday and tomorrow. It's insane, completely insane. So firm in faith in being what you're not, which is this freaking idea, is the active denial of what you are. So for you to quote-unquote be what you're not, you may not know this, but the mental state is an active denial of what you are. In an active denial, it's constantly in the act of being identified as self, which is a denial of what you are. So if there's reliance, or if there's faith, in thoughts, in perceptions, in memories, you, in a sense, are in an active denial of what you are, and some of that will appear to be spiritual seeking. And you'll have spiritual addiction. 
you'll be an addict. You'll be looking for peak experiences or fucking, you know, Akashic record views or whatever, astral projecting and tons of this shit. And then people will get in touch with me. I disappeared for three weeks. Well, who's there to tell me that? <laughs> Obviously, you didn't disappear because you're telling me you disappeared. <laughs> if you really disappeared, you wouldn't say fucking thing. You would just be walking around disappearing. <laughs> look at it. Look at an, an epiphany. Just do an anatomy if you ever had one. When does the epiphany usually stop? When the head says, "I'm having an epiphany." <laughs> That's when it usually changes. It does. As soon as there's a cognition, something's fucking going on. <laughs> and we don't see it. This is like we always used to think. You're about a great party. But every time you get there, it sucks. You don't see your role in it. <laughs> You're playing a huge role. <laughs> How can I get to that good party? Well, you can't. <laughs> when you arrive, it sucks. <laughs> you try the back door, the skylight, the cellar, no. Because you're seemingly there, and that is an act of denial of what you're what you are. Just that fucking simple. That's the essence of duality. Faith in something that you're not, and it is an act of denial of what you are. That's duality. Now, thank God, it's not two. So all all the shit that's going on only reaches a level of seemingly so. It's appearing to you to be so. It isn't so. The, the mental selfing, the mental activity that I call selfing, cannot make a self. It implies there's one. It refers to one. It has a, it has a historical sense of being a one and a futuristic sense of being one, but it ain't a self. It just implies it, infers it. We take the ball and we, firm in faith, make that something else us, seemingly. Seemingly, that's the great news, yeah? The 30 years that you were gone mean nothing. You never left what you are. It's all made up. That's why one of the big hits, if it opens up as an experience here or whatever, as an intervention in experience, what happened with me, it just told me it's always been this way, which negated it ever being anything else. It negated all the past that I had total belief in as what I'm not, that it wasn't this way, and the future. It said it's always, always, it, this is the way it always is. You know, there's nothing I thought that happened that happened. There was tons of happening, but nothing ever happened. Yeah, what a great relief. Could you imagine? Well, whatever. So, <laughs> just keep putting it out there, hopefully in there. Remember, I'm trying to speak through Sharon, not to Sharon. Sharon is just an obscuring cloud. <laughs> want to get it through to what you are. And then what you are, is it going to be, it's going to have an acceptance of what you're not. It's so beautiful. It's all, all of what you're not is included in what you are. 
And what you're not is never included in, what you are is never included in what you're not. It just fucking has to, yeah? But in what you are, it's all included, yeah? That's when I actually, you know, I used to have a grandma, my grandma, you know, she died when I was young, but I mean, I felt a lot of love from her as a emotional, physical experience. I mean, I felt totally cared for by her. Big Irish woman, just when she hugged me, I was just, loved her so much in sense. I was free, the love was available, but then she passed away, yeah? And then my head needed a strategy to protect me in a sense, so it said, fuck, shut down, bro. And that's what happened, and it was easy to shut down if I was loaded all day. So I'd have a feeling that I felt I made, so I had a sense of control, I'm getting loaded. So when, when someone would leave me, it would hit that feeling. Nothing would get through, but nothing could get out either. <laughs> it's a bad deal. Yeah, I was protected, but I was a prisoner from the protection. Yeah. So then, finally, all these years or whatever, having many people love me, but very few of it really getting through, this idea brought about an acceptance for all that. It's beautiful acceptance, like my grandmother, almost, yeah? Just an acceptance, and I... It's not that Paul got better. It wasn't like that. Or Paul, you know, you know, emphasized the best potential he could ever have. No, just as it seemed to be, it was acceptable. Yeah. More so than that, it was being put to use through all the shit that ever happened. So what the hell? Yeah. And uh, I returned to that sense of acceptance, being like a field that's available without a grandmother, you know, and I can receive love now and I can express love, which is awesome. Yeah, so. Paul, can yeah. I ask you yeah. something? What, can you back up, what, what happened there? With my grandmother? So you, I understand your grandmother and how you felt, but yeah. how, what happened that you stayed, that you stayed open to that love? Well, I didn't, I had to get undone. See, what happens in, in my sense of the head when there's a threat, maybe seen through one window, it closes all the windows. And then when the windows close, they're very hard to get back up, yeah? And so you get captured by your own defenses, yes? And so I just, then from there, I went into heavy duty drug use and tons of shit. And, you know, try to completely leave here, you know, really. And if I couldn't leave here, I was completely disassociated. Completely. I mean, I have a terrible leg from getting run over. I took no care of it at all when I was out there after, you know, using. It's just, I just avoided it. Didn't fucking give a shit. Just, I didn't even sense it. It was just living totally disassociated, completely. And, um, it took a while. The action figure needed to be corrected by recovery, which it was, by that way of life. And then slowly but surely, uh, you know, I find what this is really is an expression and an observation. It's not a cause of anything. So when certain things change, what came through changed. And what, and what came through had much more uh, it, it extended longer and got more stable, yeah? Instead of having to get squashed by my behaviors, yeah? So, 
you know, this thing got undone to the point where I would start, I could feel invitations and then something would show up in my life and I'd go for it. And that person would be a vehicle for love, basically, to demand itself from me. And then it would just, yeah. And I had thought the operation was over. I was ready to just, you know, ride into the sunset by myself. But then I, <laughs> I met Amelia, and then she brought, she's, it's not her, but she played a huge role in a lot of stuff being brought out. And, uh, you know, and in a weird way, you know, the action figure has files about topics, yeah? And when I get a freedom in a certain topic now, it re-edits all the other files. So I get relieved from the past through the present, yeah? So the action figure has been a problem lighter for quite a while. And knowing this model, that's a miracle. Because I was, you know, fucking trying to get out of here. I would overdose on purpose just because I really believed if I shot cocaine, it would, I would go, because I went there many times, I'd go to, the, to a place, and if I could have the head taut enough, it would snap, and I'd still be there. So I could really finally have freedom from self. Yeah. It's totally bogus, but that was uh, one of the odysseys I was put on, because I figured, all right, I'm just going to put this in total peril, like it's going to die. The systems, everything are fucking flashing red, and then hopefully the system would at least break down and there would be me, free of me. You know, it's not, it's true. See, so I don't have to do that in spirituality. I did it in drug addiction. And I found in hindsight it's a failed mechanism, and that doesn't just stay in that topic. I apply it to all vehicles of seeking for what you are as what you are under the influence of being, thinking you're what you're not. I just don't think anything works. Yeah, seriously. And I've been to enough spiritual groups that I feel they're addicts. They're like spiritual addicts. They're not, but there's a spiritual addiction. And in a way, it's better as a drug addict because your life's going to be intervened on by the police or fucking family. Someone's going to put a stop to your fucking acting out. <laughs> Spiritual addiction, you got a lot of fucking room to spend tons of money and do tons of shit. Yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like I've noticed the failure, failedness of systems. Yeah. It's that simple. And I've noticed that the mental system is in the act of being identified as the doer, as the thinker, as the seer, as the hearer. Yeah? Yet that assumption comes after the seeing, the hearing, the doing. So there's, there's no there's doing with no doer. Then the mental narrative about the doing is there's a doer. Yeah? And they're distinctly different. One has a sense of immediacy and one has a sense of time. You can feel time. It's like a wet current in a way. You can feel time affecting 
everything. It's like everything, the colors here, everything's affected with time. Incredible. Time is the main ingredient of the dreaming in my sense, my dream. So, and you have an intimacy of what timelessness is, and that's just a name, but of what's always there. It has a distinct, different feeling than time, yeah? So, if you really get a, if a clear indication, when you get a free sample, it will be not of time, yeah? So, like in AA, we say, you'll suddenly realize, yeah, Timelessness is a suddenness in time, yeah? Like what? Yeah. So you know, this is a good indication. So now you've gotten a flavor of timelessness and then time, yeah? So now, like, if I get invitations from timelessness, I follow them. I sort of uh, don't even open the envelope of the mental invitations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see, you know what I mean? They're like fucking sale brochures and what the product before. So you can feel it, yeah, you can feel the difference. So like in AA we say, uh, you know, the intuitive thought, yeah. There's no intuitive thought, there's a feeling before thought, that's intuition, yeah. So now maybe you're starting before thought instead of starting after thought, yeah. And it's not a, you know, a heroic odyssey, it's just a fact, really. I mean, that's why there's humility built into all this, because you have nothing to do with it. It's clear as day, so it's difficult to, you know, to conjure up a position. <laughs> because you can't, your mental hand can't reach that far back. Yeah, and it's obvious, you know, divine choreography, you just see it all day. You know, things that infer what's really happening here. Yeah. Instead of the thought system and constantly, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we just come here on Saturdays, entertain these ideas. I have faith in it. You know, I think if you felt content and satisfied, you would give up that that used to imply you. You know, whatever that story was, you would. Because all of them are, are a substitute for contentment and satisfaction, really. You're hoping you'll be content and satisfied. But the fact is, if you are content and satisfied, hope is, uh, at that point, hope isn't, isn't, it's not of service hope, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, how do you, you said the word disassociate, disassociating. Yeah. Um, how do you handle, you know, potential misunderstandings of the message that want to put it in that box of disassociation? I don't try to, you know, you're gonna make it whatever it is. Jurisdiction's over after it comes out of here. <laughs> I will sh keep showing up because I will check how it's heard, yeah. Oh yeah, the idea of spiritual bypass or something, that would be the, get off of that fucking uh, turn off, get off, the, get on the spiritual bypass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> People are sounding like, oh, you're avoiding something you have to go through. Yeah, that's what you've been trying to do your whole life. <laughs> Give me, I'm getting off the spiritual bypass, Ram. <laughs>
<laughs> and not getting back out on the freeway. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has their views. I just, you know, I had a guy call me up the other day and, you know, I'm a cod salesman in a way, COD. <laughs> you can bring a mackerel in and want me to talk about mackerel, but I don't really care. If you like mackerel, eat mackerel. But all I sell is cod. You can sushi it or grill it, but there you go. Yeah. You'll know when something's on or not. You've got to be your own authority sooner or later. Yeah. You'll know when you've got. You'll go through the immature stage of using non-duality as an excuse, hopefully. It's hopefully will be short, yeah? You'll watch the mental state, which it does with everything, try to get an advantage of it, yeah? And it will be tinny, and you'll realize fucking, and hopefully that will be gone. And then there's a, yeah, yeah. This isn't, like the Course would always point out, it's not about sacrifice and all this shit, yeah? Something's not asking you to sacrifice everything. This is how the mental state makes it, uh, creates cognitive dissonance. It says, the great, like Ramana said, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. What the fuck? Why would reality want to attain reality? Well, it must be taking itself as something else than reality, yeah? Voila, yeah? So what happens is you pursue that, and then sooner or later you're going to realize that you are the obscurity, yeah? But you're identified as this, so to its logic, it gets the point, for me to attain reality, which is, I've been saying this myself for 30 years, you know, I'm supposedly believing it, I have to be totally destroyed. You're not going to be rushing to the moment of attaining reality. <laughs> because there's a cognitive dissonance, that which... <laughs> you're not is taking itself to be you and it has no <laughs> it has no desire to be completely destroyed <laughs> for the sake of reality <laughs> it's its final grasp at relevance it has it convinces us yeah you could be in the sunlight experience except for me motherfucker <laughs> I'm blocking you off no so that isn't true. That's, it seems to be true when you're after that. If you're before it, you see it. Yeah. Its drive is to be relevant. That's one of its main drives. Yeah. If it can't be relevant as the one that's going to find out the truth, it will be relevant by the one that can block you from the truth. It is. It's, it'll milk both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. That's it, I think. Yes. Any questions? No? Oh, yeah, good. She's, Amelia. she's been slapped enough. Uh, <laughs> Are you really done? <laughs> That's my question. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Stop the thing. I'm going to look this way. That will go. <laughs>